let me tell you this again. Don't assume because you don't know that you're not culpable. 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 Greetings, guys and gals. Join me here at Success Over Stress, where the goal is to strengthen strategies that will defeat doubt, cure complacency, and strangle stress. I'm on the road to a healthier, happier, and stress-controlled life by taking control of my financial situation. With the right direction, so can you. All right, all right, all right. Guys, so today is August 18th, and I'm going to do a Tuesday tip. This is about landlording. So try to make it short and sweet and try not to get into the weeds. Landlording, it is a job. It may not be your job, but it's a job. So when we talk about expenses, when we're looking at real estate and investing and managing properties, managing rentals, that is one of the expenses that you want to look at. So some of the other expenses that you look at are vacancy, repairs, um, once again, property management. So when I say PM, most time we call it PM, PM for property management. I also like to think of it as personal management because I am a personally managing landlord, but you could also think of PM not just as property management, but as professional management or professional property management, right? AKA though, management is the operative term. So with professional management, I want you to think about these three P's, price, performance, and professionalism. Now, this is a business, you're you're managing rental properties or you're owning rental properties, but somehow along the way, you gotta have tenants that send you money, okay? So you need to have an interface that makes them want to send you money or that encourages them to send you money or that demands them to send you money. So no owner wants a property management company or a professional management company that's gonna mishandle their clients or their tenants. Once again, if they're mishandled, they're not gonna wanna pay you as quick or, or treat your property with the respect that it deserves. So make sure that you vet your professional management company. The company has to perform well, needs to receive rents timely from the tenants. That's not an automatic thing. Like the property management company has to incentivize or has to uh, make sure that the tenants know that this is necessary. Once they get paid, they need to pay you timely, whether it's on the first, the fifth, the 10th, whatever, They need to pay you timely. You need to understand what the contract is and says. They also need to manage contractors. I'm talking about laborers. I'm talking about getting the commode fixed or fixing the the door on the cabinet, something of that nature. They need to manage the contractors. They also need to make sure that the contractors are respectful of the tenants and the space and the house and that you don't get gouged talk about gouging price it should be a consideration for your professional management company but that shouldn't be the only consideration you do need to take in mind that old adage of you get what you pay for that's certainly true but now wait hold on 
The personal management, those of us who do our own landlording, we don't get a pass, okay? You can't be a sloppy, well, you can. And that's why, or that, that's part of where the term slumlord comes into play. Because you have, you have folks who are taking on a property management role and they're not doing an effective job. And when they fall off or they don't get the commode fix, then the tenant says, oh, hey, when I stay in this kind of a neighborhood, these folks won't take care of me. No, it's not these folks that won't take care of you. It's certain um, businesses. They're just not running well. Okay, so if you're going to be a personally managing system, if you're going to be your, your own property manager, you need to be sure that you treat it like a business. So those uh, those same P's that go f- as far as price, performance, and professionalism, they apply to you as well. The personally managing landlord certainly also, like the professional team, they need to be knowledgeable and they need to ultimately make this job or role satisfactorily fulfilled okay so you need to do some reading you need to understand what the laws are in your state regarding tenants and landlords be sure to do that there's also forms that you can get on where other folks can help you but once again hearsay is hearsay make sure that you're picking up books or getting on the the website for the courts or going to the magistrate's office talking to an attorney make sure that you understand what your roles are don't assume <laughs> and let me take let me tell you this again don't assume because you don't know that you're not culpable you are okay tip one as far as making sure that you you, you try to keep things um streamlined for a personal property management system be sure to keep separate accounts so that you don't mix business with pleasure. We talked about this on a prior episode. Tip two, keep your receipts. It's definitely important for expense tracking and it's imperative for identifying deductions during tax time. And you can take those deductions during tax time. <laughs> yeah, you can take them. But if you get audited and you don't have anything to back up or corroborate what you said that you took and why you took it, Oh, oh, you, yeah, you're in trouble. OK, so keep receipts. And once again, don't pretend like because you don't know or because you didn't keep good records that they'll just give you a slap on the wrist and let you on about your way. No, you're you're responsible. OK, tip three. Screen your tenants well. Now, we're going to do a future episode on this because it's really important that you screen your tenants well. And I like to think of this analogy. If your properties are the golden goose, then your tenants are the farmhands. They maintain it so that goose can lay eggs. The tenants are almost like employees. So choose one that communicates with you well and has shown you to be trustworthy. Now, you determine this also by their credit history, their rental report, their references, um, just talking with them, how well they communicate. So don't take all that stuff lightly. Be sure that you have a good screening process. Like I said, we'll talk about that later. Just want to leave you with one of the tools that I use as far as collection, rent collection. 
I personally use Cozy.co, C-O-Z-Y dot C-O. And it looks like they're, I've been using them for half a year now or so. Prior to that, I was just mainly using Wells Fargo, Cash App, PayPal. But Cozy.co has a nice system in place where the tenants can go on. They can set up their, or you can set up their account. They can enroll in a banking feature, which allows them to pay their rent directly. And that money comes directly to your bank account. So you don't even have to press a button. Okay. It, and it's all automatic as well. Okay. The site keeps track of lease terms. It can accept rents. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty streamlined. Now, bank deposits are useful, but if tenants deposit with cash, or let me back up, Wells Fargo will allow tenants to deposit with cash. I'm not sure if they do cash or money order, but either way, they allow them to make deposits and not put their name on it, not put what it's in reference to. It just comes into your account. So follow me here. I have a few tenants who they make cash deposits and I don't know if they don't think about it or they just figure that they're the only tenant I have, but they forget to put their name on the deposit slip or the address which it's in reference to. So now I have random amounts of money and it's not the full amount. So that would be easier to help determine what which property it is. It's it's the tenants who pay half or a quarter or some something of that nature. Um, but so I have random amounts of deposits just coming into my account as a cash deposits. And then it's kind of one of these things where I say, hey, did you make a deposit? Because I, I got some got some money in and I want to give you credit if it's if credit is due, but you know, you need to tell me how much it's for and what date you made it on and all this kind of stuff. Please just avoid all this. And if you can kind of train them to send you a receipt once the deposit is made, that's the best thing. I've got one of my one of my guys, he's he's working on doing this and he's doing better. Uh, but now I have another gentleman that I acquired as an inherited tenant and he he's having a tough time with it he's uh, not in the technological age and that's okay I'll, I'll, I'll work with him I'll work with him uh, I, I think that you have to um, in order for you to expect good things to come to you you have to be a good person so um, I'm not trying to give him a hard time but I would like him as best possible to get on board with this uh, system that I have in place Okay, three things that can be problematic with collecting cash. One, you still need to go to the bank to make the deposit or you're walking around with cash and the banks can't tell from the cash in your pocket that you are a sound investor or that you have um, uh, liquidity, right? They They can't see that cash. So tip two here is... There is a such thing as counterfeit or unusable bills, right? Be sure to have one of those pins with you that you can use the marker and you can have the, I guess it's ultraviolet light. Uh, is it ultraviolet? I don't know. Guys, leave it in the comments. I think it's ultraviolet. But it'll show whether or not they have those um, those certain signatures as far as 
theft protection. And then the third one is you could certainly show up and they don't have all the money or you could show up and they don't show up. So the bank is always there. The Internet is always there. Cash App PayPal, always there. Utilize systems which are fail safe. Okay? So, once again, if you start accepting cash, if you start meeting people so that they can give you the cash or if you go to their go to the to the property to pick up cash, you're setting yourself up for failure. And guys, this is success over stress. Till next time, be good. I'm out. Peace.